0: Hi, I'm Christina Starmer, mother, entrepreneur, co-founder, and creator. Whatever you want to call it, I've done it. So my main task right now is just to give people the confidence and to maybe help them free themselves of concern. When starting this podcast, I didn't know what category to place it in, business or self-help. My entrepreneurial spirit always promotes business, but so much of starting and building a business is the psyche behind the owner, and so much of the owner is talking about risk, attracting attention, self-awareness, and their caring quotient for their customers. So here we are together, talking about the hardest fight that you'll ever fight in your life, the battle to be you. So whether you're working for a company or you are owning your own company or maybe you're doing a side hustle you have to be on social media because that's where the attention's at gone are the days where a print article or a commercial or mainstream tv would help you drive your sales today it's all about promotions and add-ons on a youtube video or middle of a Facebook ad, or an ad on an Instagram feed, or an influencer giving your product a thumbs up to their personal group of 300,000 to a million followers. You cannot hide from Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube and grow. You cannot hide from social. But once you're there, or once you start to go in deep, you'll start to realize it's like a double-edged sword. Those that share your posts, your links, your blog, your videos, and your product also have the ability to destroy you. So to a certain degree, you need to stay in touch with your followers and their comments. It'll help you know what they are thinking, or maybe you can even use some of the feedback to help figure out maybe what they're looking for in some possible areas of conflict that maybe you can solve. So what is their pain point? Maybe you actually have a solution. For instance, like if you're on a a Facebook or a grouping of like a bunch of entrepreneurs or investors who own rental properties in your area and you happen to be at a property management company and you're listening to all their comments and commenting on some and then you're noticing that everyone's grouching maybe about the high price points that people charge, maybe you can gain more clients and help them um, with their return on their investment by lowering some fees so once you know their price point, maybe you can offer a solution. So this relationship-based marketing helps to build trust, but, and this is a big but, caveat emptor, the Latin phrase for buyer beware. So you have to know that the comments and suggestions are good, but only to a certain point. So remember that double-edged sword that we talked about? We as being human beings have a tendency to only notice the negative. And in today's world of the HGTVs, the Big Brothers, the Food Network Cooking Wars, um, British Bake Offs, The Bachelor, The Bachelorettes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's hundreds of them. It seems like we're growing a little mini society of judges. Everyone wants to be a judge and everyone wants to cast their opinion. They even judge the judges. But in person, it's a different story. But online, they'll mutilate you and throw you into the lion's den without a second of hesitation. I mean, really, how many of us have not done something in life because we have been too afraid of what other people might think, too afraid of rejection? Even this podcast was scary. Creating the content, coming up with the name and artwork, and even recording it was totally fine. Easy peasy. But clicking publish, well, now that took a few seconds of soul searching. This is something that really bothered me in around 2017 when our company was starting to really be acknowledged for being the go to contractor for any historic renovation projects that you wanted to do on your house, because that's what we do, historic renovations. We had been living, eating, and breathing old home renovations for over 12 years. And when we do something, we don't do a half ass kind of job, we do it right or we don't do it at all. It's just been our motto forever. We only take jobs where the homeowners appreciate the historic nature of the house and where they want to preserve the integrity um, in regards to the finishes and marrying the old with the new and creating an addition and remodeling. Anyway, so basically our job is difficult at best, but we manage to take home projects that we know that we can create a beautiful final product for the homeowner that they will be proud to live in and that will stand the test of time for the next 50 years. Because of this, we are always inundated with remodeling requests, and for the last 12 years straight, it's been through trusted referrals and word of mouth. We've been blessed to be a five-star company, and we've won some major renovation awards over the past few years. But that meant nothing, because then it happened. I let someone get to me. I overheard a local realtor who does their own personal renovation projects on the side badmouth a project that we were highlighting at a recent home tour. It turned out beautiful. It even won another award. And then, at a local home tour, which I was talking about, about 2,000 people walked through the home with nothing but accolades. And then Mr., we'll call him not so nice, walked through with a small group of his friends tearing the place apart and being as loud as he could be. He was saying things like, oh, this house is generic, Over the last five that they've done, they all look the same, they use the same tiles, the same color on the walls, it doesn't look like a house that would have won an award, nothing new, a little boring, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I know this is not social media, but he had a voice and he was using it, and I was letting it get to me. And this bothered me so much that after about a week, I was still stewing over this. I realized what I was wanting was to please everyone, and trying to be the best, but to those who didn't understand all the hard work, or who were simply trying to push me down so they could literally rise themselves, I was giving them rain in my head. I was letting one person, literally out of 2,000, bust my bubble and second-guess our work, so I went to seek advice for a friend, from a friend, sorry, and yet when I took this dilemma to a really trusted friend, he said something that I will never forget, and I want you to hear. He said, why are you letting this bother you? He said, my advice, don't try to win over haters because you're not a jackass whisperer. That was a golden. And after that, I figured out what I have to do to not let these people and their negative comments get in my head. Always remember that when you're building something or creating something at work or editing a video or starting a business or painting a picture, you're basically telling everyone, this is me. Do you like it? And guess what? There has never been a song created or a work of art or a movie movie debuted that 100% of people loved and appreciated altogether. Heck, it's even hard to get 90% of people to like something that you create. We're humans and we're all different. We all have different opinions. And basically, you've just got to step back and tell yourself that it's done. The only thing that you can say is I gave it my best and I've done everything possible to create or have a good and decent something whatever it is you can fill in the blank whatever it is that you've done and know that it's you and as long as you've done your best and you've had fun while doing it and you were 100% authentic when creating it basically you're not trying to be someone else then you are being you pure and honest And no one out there on social media with all of their opinions and swords will ever be able to penetrate the shield of you.